Greetings from Lumberjack Country. Welcome back to Lumber Chats Inside NAU. If you haven't already, hit that subscribe button and follow along as we take you inside NAU. October is National Cybersecurity Awareness Month. This year's theme, own it, secure it, protect it. We have Jonathan Wentz and Aaron Plush from NAU's Information Technology Services here with us to hash it out and share what it really means to be hashtag be cyber smart in this day and age. Aaron and Jonathan, thanks for being here today. Well, thank you. Thank you. Before we jump in, can you explain exactly what cybersecurity is? Cybersecurity is the protection of computers, software, websites, cell phones, tablets, anything that you have that is a, has some form of technology. The purpose of cybersecurity is more to prevent cyber attacks, data breaches, identity theft, and can also help aid with risk management issues. And for the average student in college, what's the biggest cybersecurity threat out there? Well, exposure of passwords in data breaches is one of the biggest cybersecurity threats out there here today. Um, it's important to keep your password secure, safe, unique. This is one we stress a lot. Uh, don't be reutilizing your passwords everywhere. One of the things that we look at is data breaches. Some people may have heard that Chegg had a data breach recently. Chegg, for those that aren't aware, her is tutoring in an online book rental. So a lot of our students use that. Well, their password data breach happened and earlier this semester, and it exposed passwords that some of our students reutilize in other places. So we encourage people that use those services to go out and make sure that your passwords are up to date everywhere, especially after these data breaches. What about for those of us in the workforce? What should we be looking out for? Uh, here again, data breaches are still very common. And, you know, we talk about Chegg for students, but Facebook, Capital One, on DoorDash, all have been compromised within the last year. And as we are human, and we reutilize our passwords in many locations, because it's easy, it's simple, it normally can create one password to rule them all. So it's still important to make sure that, that you're using good awareness when you're setting up your accounts. What are three things we can all do right now to better secure our digital profile? So one that we highly encourage, and I talk about up to a lot of folks, is enroll for multi-factor authentication. Multi-factor authentication is combining two of our, our three categories of data protection. We split it off into things that you know, things that you have, or things that you are. So by combining two of those three things, we add this level of protection. Right now, most banking industry is offer multi-factor, Facebook, Google, and even NAU offers multi-factor authentication. And for all of our, our staff, faculty, and students out there, we at NAU call ours two-step verification, and we encourage everyone to go sign up. And what it does is when you enter your password into our website, it's going to send a little prompt to your phone that says, you just tried to sign in here. Is this you? You can click yes, and you're off and running. So an extra 10 seconds of your day adds a lot of cyber protection. I didn't actually know we could do that. That's pretty cool. And have either of you ever been the victim of a phishing scheme or malware? For us... For me, no. Um, I can't speak for Jonathan, but I'm going to say no. But roughly 30% of users who receive phishing emails, 
typically tend to open them. And of that 30%, there's another 12% who actually click on the links or fall victim to some malicious attachment by opening it, any of that. So that is roughly 3.6% of the population are falling for these phishing attacks, which can be pretty detrimental. We don't want to have all of this information out there because hackers are becoming more clever in their attack vectors so that it becomes more important to keep the vigilance when opening emails and documents from unknown sources. So if you aren't expecting something and it has, hey, look at my vacation pictures, you probably don't want to click on those pictures because they may not actually be what you're expecting. Some other things you want to make sure of is when you're installing software that you know and trust where it's actually coming from. So you don't want to just pick up something from wherever. Um, another thing is within an organization, it only takes one person to actually potentially breach the entire system. So of that 3.6% of the institution, we don't want them to ruin it for everybody else. We don't want to make the headlines. But with better trainings and more awareness of phishing and best practices across the, across the country even, um, this number is actually anticipated to go down in 2019. So we'll be able to find that out with some of the, the statistics that are coming through. But ultimately, hopefully with the better awareness and more vigilance from other users, that number will keep going down. But keep in mind, just because it's getting better also means that the malicious users are getting better. So folks who are normally sending email attacks may be getting better with their emails and so they don't look as bad or whatever. We don't know what the next case may be. So just because we're getting better doesn't mean we have to stop. It's a matter of keep continuing your education and your vigilance of that. And while we have you here, let's uh, let's do some myth busting because I think uh, there's often a lot of common myths surrounding uh, cybersecurity. So myth one, and I definitely fall into this category. I don't have anything a hacker would want. <laughs> True or false? False. Everybody has something a hacker could want. So let's say you have a credit score of 750, and that's a pretty darn good credit score but you don't have any credit cards. Does that mean you're not victim to a potential hack? Absolutely not. They're gonna take your credit score and get five new credit cards in your name, but with their information. And now your credit score is going down because they're racking up your bills and you're not paying them. So theoretically, you are the perfect victim because you don't know about it, you have a great credit score, and well, you don't know about it. And I didn't think it would be me. Exactly. <laughs> So simply thinking you don't have the information that they want, like whatever, it's my name, it's it's directory information, that doesn't mean anything. That is just little tidbits of information that they can use to garner your good, good credit score, good person, like whatever. Um, so ultimately you may not think you have anything a hacker would want, but you do. So um, let's see. If you are thinking about like buying a house soon or getting a new car, any of those things with a great credit score, that's fine. But you never know. That could easily go away in a matter of a heartbeat. So there's a couple of sources out there that everyone can take advantage of. A lot of banking institutions are implementing an automated system where you can go log into your bank account and it'll show you your credit score. There are other free available systems 
such as Credit Karma, that will help keep an eye on your her credit and alert you if it sees any changes or or potentially new accounts that are being opened up in your name. Uh, myth number two: security is only a concern if I use Windows or have an Android. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> so oh. we laugh at this because it is not true at all. Uh, any device that is connected to the internet has a potential of getting hacked. Now, we've heard the rumors that uh, I'm on an Apple, so they don't get viruses. Not true. Unfortunately, this went away, hey, you know, 15, 20 years ago. Oh. So it is important to keep in mind that every device has the potential of getting hacked. Not only that, but it's not just the device, but what are you doing with it? Are you installing applications like Facebook? Are you visiting websites like Amazon? Those things also have those security implications to them as well. This is good segue into, into app talk. Another myth that the apps you have aren't giving away your privacy. Yeah, that's not true at all. Uh, today, hey, we are finding more and more apps leak information that users are not aware that they're actually sharing. Uh, case in point, we were talking to an associate. They had, had location services turned off on for Snapchat. They did not realize that uh, by having this on, well, we can go into our Snapchat and see where you are and what you're doing. So we really call this out, especially at uh, Snapchat uh, dating applications like Tinder and Bumble are becoming more prevalent in society. So it's important to know what you're turning on, on for security permissions in those apps. And we take it even a step further of it's not just what permissions you're setting, but what are you sharing? Does it need to know your date of birth? Does it need to know where you live? Does it need to know your dog's name? Things like this is what we call knowledge-based information. And if you've ever set up an account somewhere, you've probably filled out those questions of, you know, help us help you recover your password. Answer these questions. Where did you go to school? What was your first dog's name? Mm -hmm. These things we can utilize to recover your password on your behalf. So just keep that in mind when you're sharing information out there. And before we end, we're going to put you both on the hot seat. Uh-oh. Are you ready for this? <laughs> okay, your password should be at least how many letters? 12 characters in length. Uh, we have changed from going from a complex character to the longer the better. And three, four-letter words is so much stronger than trying to replace all your E's with three and your A's with at symbols. Hackers developed that. Just keep that in mind. So it's not new. It's not unique. <laughs> you should change your password every... The university is 90 days to 120 days. But new and improving in technology actually says if you have a longer password, you will never need to change that password again. But we'll have to change it for an AU. For now. Okay. We are working on a project to hopefully improve that in the future. So stay tuned with us, and we'll keep you guys informed. That's exciting. That would be fun. When connecting to a public connection like an airport, beware of... Open Wi-Fi. Why? It's dangerous. It's not protected at all, and whatever you visit can easily be viewed by someone else who's on your machine without your knowledge. 
So all the traffic in between your computer and that public Wi-Fi network is open to anybody who can actually go view it. So I probably shouldn't bank while I'm at the airport. No, absolutely <laughs> well, that's not. I will uh, note that Banking, for next time. <laughs> um, anything, really. What about checking in uh, checking in at places online? Like, you know, when you post to Facebook and you're like, I'm here. Is that okay that, or should we skip it? That's very similar to the location services. Yeah. If you're pinpointing where you are when you're there, like say you're going to Europe for a month. Well, now you just opened yourself up to so many opportunities for others to go vandalize your home Mm. so they know you're not going to be back for so long so why would they not take advantage of that well this has been uh frightening and eye-opening no but i think (laughs) it's really important that we talk about it and break it down so i I really want to say thank you to you both for for providing that information because i feel like as somebody who is not very tech savvy in the cybersecurity (laughs) world i feel like I've, i've got some good meaningful tips to move forward excellent well thank you Our advice? Enroll in multi-factor authentication. With the ever-advancing state of technology, let's take advantage of the tools created to keep our cyber goods safe. Be mindful of emails that seem sketchy and never hesitate to reach out to our partners in ITS with any questions. Together, we can own it, secure it, and protect it and be cybersecurity smart. Until next time, Lumberjacks.